Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, where I know it's tough for you, buddy, and I I appreciate everything tonight. I know you knew it was going to be this kind of night when you were coming in, but it's time to talk about Tony La Russa again. 
Okay. We have to I, talk I, my about My blood pressure, the- I, I checked it. I mean, I do have the one that I carry with me to check in over the course of a day when right. I get agitated and I'm not feeling okay. quite right. Just check my levels. <laughs> right. uh, I believe we've now normalized so that I can take another jolt to the system. You're you're good for a few minutes then. I mean, <laughs> I look, I, I can monitor it live and see how it rises as we talk about this topic. <laughs> and here, Jason Benetti, Steve Stone, and Len Casper's, you know, rip my soul out. But sure. Yep. Yep, already we're just thinking about him up over 130, uh, 135, 140, 145. Uh, Tony Larusa, manager of the White Sox, did something today that is really hard to do. He hastened the time to his eventual departure as White Sox manager. It is really difficult to actually accelerate your firing process this much with one decision. Yet Tony La Russa did something that in all my life of covering baseball, watching baseball, I've never heard anything like this. And the way La Russa doubled down on it following the game makes even less sense. Let us take you to what happened today between the White Sox and the Dodgers, right? It's a close game in the sixth inning of a game the White Sox would go on to lose 11-9. to uh, Freddie Freeman is on first base, and the Dodgers are down 6-5, or, or the, they're, they're down 6-5, the White Sox are. Freddie Freeman's on first. Trey Turner comes up. Trey Turner is one of the best hitters in Major League Baseball. The guy's at 324 the last couple of years. But very quickly, uh, Bennett Sousa gets an 0-2 count on him. And as you know, when players get an 0-2 count on them, their batting average drops considerably. Trey Turner's average dropped to 226. That's what he hits with two strikes, right? This is not a great chance to get a base hit. Yeah, that's what I got off baseball reference as we were doing our due diligence earlier. The next pitch by Sousa is bounced, and Freddie Freeman gets down to second base. Okay, all right, yeah, you don't, you know, on a waste pitch, you don't want to throw a wild pitch. All right, but that's fine. Runner at second, you got a one-two count on Trey Turner. Um, except Tony La Russa ordered this to be done, and still everybody is scratching their heads a few hours later. Now, wait a second. They're going to intentionally walk him. On one and two? Yep. Can you explain that to me? <laughs> I would think you don't want Turner to do any more damage, and you want to take advantage of the lefty-lefty. Typically, at two strikes, the league batting average is quite low. Oh, yeah. It is that. <laughs> when was the last time you saw somebody intentionally walked on one and two? Didn't happen often. Steve Stone. Strikes, Steve Stone. Normally, uh, <laughs> verbosity is yeah. how you would describe him. Storyteller. He'll get into it with fans oh, on yeah, Twitter. Yeah. Like he's very active. Mm. Uh, just celebrated 40 years in the booth, which is amazing, considering a good <laughs> playing career and into the booth. Uh, but here, word economy would be the way to describe that. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kind of different. <laughs> when Jason Benetti said, can you explain that? He wanted to, hey, turn your mic off. Turn your mic off. What the blank you ask? Of course I can't explain that. How am I going to explain this and sound like I know what I'm talking about? But instead he said, 
Uh, he uh, wants to not let a guy get a hit and <laughs> take a lefty-lefty chance. It doesn't make any sense, right? But why, at one and two, you intentionally walk a guy. He's way ahead. No, no, no. Not going to risk it. This is a guy, Trey Turner, who strikes out about once a game as well. He strikes out a ton. So now, all right, well, now we got to get the next out. So let's walk Trey Turner. Max Muncie is coming up just off the injured list. Yes, the Dodgers, the rich get richer here comes max muncie who played like an mvp a year ago has been out since the playoffs and max muncie says you know this decision you just made tony la russa i'm gonna make it look even worse here the other way deep to left and a home run so they intentionally walk turner and then max muncie off the lefty it's an opposite way three run homer and it's 10 to 5 White Sox Radio Network on the call. The Dodgers would go on to win it 11 to 9. So here's a a managerial decision that makes no sense. And you talk about being ratioed, which I'm not the biggest believer in being ratioed, but man, this is like being ratioed to the extreme. How can you say that was the right decision? You intentionally walk a guy with a count one and two. There is no baseball world where that makes sense. So after the game, well, maybe Tony La is going to go, you know, guys, I biffed it. I took a chance. I, I like the lefty-lefty matchup more. There were so many different things he could have said, but instead, Tony La Russa said, oh, Oh, you think I was wrong? Well, let me tell you something. Is there is there some question about whether that was a good move or not? I guess at one two is the question. The Do you know what he hits against left hand pitching with one oh one or two strikes? Do you know what he hits? Well, you know what Muncie hits with two strikes with against left hand pitcher? I mean, is that really a question? Because it was one and two. Turner was a, a strike left against a left hander is not something you can avoid. If you can, and we had an open base and Muncie happened to be the guy behind him, and that's a better matchup. But that, that wasn't a tough call. Okay, so first of all, it wasn't a tough call. Just think about that. If it wasn't a tough call, other people would have made that. In the history of the game, we will, I would have seen yeah. it more than once in the last 40-some-odd years I've been following baseball, right? So Tony La Russa just decided, I'm mad with whatever. I'm just mad, and I'm going to make it look like it's not this is something that was an easy decision. The philosophy he uses of Trey Turner still a strike left, so he not want to throw a pit. Then why did you even pitch to him in the beginning? If he's that dangerous, why not walk him with a runner at first? Just walk him then. We can't pitch to Trey Turner because he's so dangerous. He's so incredibly dangerous. We can't, we can't throw him one strike when we already got him 0-2, and now it's 1-2. No, no, no. Can't risk throwing him one more strike. Why wouldn't you just walk him to begin with then? Just send him down like he's Barry Bonds. Send him down to first base. Let's send him down. We'll take our chances with Max Munson. Lefty, lefty, because you would have gotten the same the same outcome, right? If you walked him, you still have first and second, and you have Max Muncy up. None of what Tony Larusa said makes sense, and this is what's maddening: is that instead of saying, "Hey, I blew it," he doubled down to make it seem like oh, th- this is something that was. I-, I can't believe none of you guys saw this. I mean, just take the L. Tony, take the L and know that you blew it and you made and you did something that no other manager in the game would ever think about doing. Now, if it's if you bounce the first pitch to the plate and you got a runner at second, okay, well, Trey Turner's a really good hitter. It's one and oh, let's send him down to first and set up the double play. You two strikes. 
Imagine it, two strikes. You hit 220 with two strikes. You strike out a lot. It's one more pitch. And you pitch to him up until that point, and he's way ahead, and it's one and two, and now you don't want to pitch to him? None of what he did made sense. And this is why I say all he did is hasten his departure with the White Sox. Because when a team is expected to win and contend, and everybody picked the White Sox this year, they were everybody's darling. In a great year last year. Larusa did a nice job last year. Had a, was really rocky early, and then the White Sox just started winning. Um, this year, not so much, right? Three games under 500. They should be in charge of this division, and they're not. Would Tony Larusa get to the end of the season before they say, hey, Tony's a White Sox legend, and maybe we move on after this year, or give him a chance to try to win and get in the playoffs? Yeah, but what do they do now? You think they can stick with him till the end of the season if they don't stop winning? This game is going to hang around him. It's going to be a neon light around Tony Larusa for the next couple of months. He now only has until maybe the end of July before they have to make a move and bring in somebody else that the team is not responding to him. He j- he didn't in one move. He just lost two full months and maybe the half of this season of job security. That's a very difficult thing to do, but he did it, and doubling down on it just made it worse. Right? He's one of those people that when people are telling you you did something wrong and you know you did something wrong, instead of admitting it, I'm just going to be mad, and I'm going to lash out at you, and that's exactly what he did. Tony La Russa, uh, nothing from today made sense. No, not at all. I looked up uh, some of the baseball scribes, and they were doing their, their due diligence and research and say, well, since we only have data going back to the late 80s, like 1988 is really the jump-off point for a lot of the split statistics, uh, there there were no uh, instances uh, of that happening. Now, you can get into counts and try to go through it when you know Bonds was getting intentionally walked all the time and whatever else. Maybe, maybe you could find a couple. Of, but in terms of ones people could easily identify, no. And you know every beat writer from every team was looking into the archives of their squad going, well, we're terrible. Well, we've never done this. Uh, Larusa, to his point, hey, Max Muncy uh, with a uh, 1-2 count hits 156. Of course, if he's not really ahead of the count, uh, it's it's really not a hitter's count for him uh, on a whole other level than most uh, hitters and pitchers counts that you get to. Uh, but we don't need to uh, belabor the point. Max Monkey, M- Max Monkey, uh, Muncy came yes, through. And, uh, yeah, now Tony LaRusso has the 800-pound gorilla on his back. Because, remember, nobody wanted him to get the job when he got it. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, the very small percentage. I was okay with it. Didn't say it was the greatest idea of all, after all this time, but hey, you go there. I mean, you might as well just go take Ozzy Gian out of the booth because he's been critical of everything going on. So let's uh, go throw him back. But no, it's a it's a difficult piece now because you're now adversarial with the the local media again, right? Where you might have been able to win them over, and obviously the White Sox have been uneven. You brought up where they're at in the divisional standings. Okay, there's been a bunch of injuries. There have been a bunch of guys that have missed significant times, guys you were expecting to be huge. But in this particular case, you know, one of the things you got to do with young pitchers is, is they've got to learn to work through adversity, right? Not that first and second in, in bringing Muncie to bat isn't going to be a hard at bat to work through, but you've got a one-two count. Go make a pitch. Either that or just let him leave his glove on the mound and walk off. Mm. Right? I mean, yeah. that's, just, that's just where we're at with it. It's like you, you got to learn to battle through, and that was a great situation. Still only down one, but ahead in the count against a guy hitting two twenty six for his career in that spot. 
You know, you bring up a great point, and and, and it, it dives into why you can't just take Saber metrics and, and and look at this and say this is the right decision to make because in a, you know because baseball doesn't happen in a vacuum. There's got to be some kind of happy medium between well, this is what happens, and this is what so and so hits, and this is how so and so pitches with runners on base and, and and with two strikes because you take out the human element of all of it. Like I feel like this is a this is a cliche conversation from Moneyball, but think about this yes okay max muncie it's 156 right which is against lefties which is much worse than trey turner's 226 okay i get it what about a max muncie who is motivated immensely because he just watched trey turner get walked in front of him to get to him had a two strike count on trey turner and decided i'm gonna send him down to first base because i want to face max muncie is max muncie still a one bleeping 56 hitter at that point no he's not you saw what was he yelling when he came off behind the home plate stuff we can't say I can't say blankety blank walking me blankety blank blank. Um, yeah, it's not it's not so cut and dried as well. Here are the numbers, and it's a very cold decision to make, right? Uh, yes, this is a, no because you saw Max Muncie was not a one fifty six hitter. He was motivated in that at bat more than he would have been. What about Trey Turner? Right? Yes, with a two strike count, Trey Turner. But how? confident is Trey Turner in this at bat does he feel like I, I have a pretty good beat on this and and I rope a dope for the first couple of pitches and I'm ready for the for the inside fastball that I'm gonna hit to right field to, to left field for a base hit where is his confidence level at that point when you start 0-2 um yes he had two strikes on him it's not a three and two count Right? It's not a two and two count where you got to be. A, this is a one and two count where I can throw any pitch I want to. What's the one and two? This is much worse than just what Trey Turner is with two strikes. It goes into the, the psychology of what he has, where he's thinking. There's so many more things that go into it. You can't just go with the numbers, right? So, so from all of which is what Tony LaRusso wanted to say in his defense, you know what he was hitting here? You know what he was hitting here? I would have said, yeah, he's hitting about 100 points lower than he normally hits. Okay, so there's that. So how does how does suddenly that become the right decision to make? There's more things that go into it, and he just didn't see it, and he went with this. And instead of saying, you know what, my fault, I ha- I had a feeling, I didn't like the way he was throwing. This is what I'm going to do. He could have done that, right? And that would have been something completely that would have that would have been okay. I I, I get that he blew it, but he had a big reason for it. All right? For instance, the Mets game Saturday that I went to. Um, when they when they beat the Dodgers, Pete Alonso with the two home runs, right? David Peterson was pitching for the Mets, and there was a couple of runners on base with two outs in the fourth inning, and Mookie Betts came up. And Peterson throws a pitch, first pitch to Peterson, and Mookie Betts rips a line drive down the line that is fouled by inches. I mean, it's a scalding line drive that just missed being fair and just missed being a double, and it would have turned a 4-1 game into a 6-1 game. What happens? After that pitch, Buck Showalter comes out of the, the dugout and says, okay, I'm changing pitchers. I'm changing pitchers. And everybody around me in the game is sitting there going, why is he changing pitchers? It's the middle of the at-bat. He's 0-1. What are you doing? I looked. I go, did you just see how hard Mookie Betts hit that ball down the line? Peterson is done. He's not going to take chances with this at-bat. This is, I'm going because this doesn't, well, I didn't like the way Mookie Betts hit that ball. And this is not me just defending Buck Showalter. However, I will take a couple of minutes of saying just how much I appreciate Buck Showalter because he's awesome because look how the Mets are doing. But that's something I understand. All right, Owen, I I didn't like how he hit that ball, and if Mookie Betts is a great player, now, you know, okay, I don't get it. So something like that I get. Something like this, I mean, no, no matter how you might. 
I don't even think any hot take artists on, on during the uh, during the day on TV can find a way to say what Tony Larusa did was the right thing. They're going to get to a point going, yeah, you want to get that lefty lefty matchup, and yeah, I know it's a two strike guy. You know what? I can't sell this. Let's move on. Let's move on no, to the next I mean, topic. You can. Let's move on. I can't. No, no, I can't but that's sell the thing this. is you sell it. it and you move on because you don't care about the feedback. <laughs> it goes back to my theory of if I just started just saying things just to say them. Uh, maybe, maybe we start looking at funny money uh, flowing in through podcasts and, and downloads and whatever because, <laughs> well, those guys are just uh, out of control. Uh, but, yeah, 7-5, the score at the intentional walk. Uh, and then, you know, who's to say something doesn't change in the pitch selection, location, and everything with Susan because you didn't let him battle the last one. It's like, all right, Skip, you're not going to let me pitch to this guy one-two? All right, now I have to read this. Uh, I, Twitter accounts are what they are, uh, but the guy whose name is uh, Mr. Stinky Chicken Man, this is good, that Benetti and Steve Stone keep for straight faces for this call is proof they deserve top secret clearance. These men can't <laughs> be broken. And someone responded with, oh, I want to hear what was said when the mics were turned off. Steve Stone, uh, about what you'd think. And then he's been going back and forth because everybody starts – talking about where the White Sox would be in other divisions, and he just keeps going, they're not in their division. They're not in their division. It's all good thought pieces. And look, obviously working for the team, there's only so far he's going to go, just like he and Benetti did uh, during their play-by-play of it uh, for NBC Sports uh, Chicago. But the, the fact of the matter is that there's nobody defending this. And locally, uh, almost everybody I follow in my timeline, and certainly those that I've communicated with tonight, uh, they're they're writing their thought pieces calling for his job today. I tell you, that's what's going to happen. All he did was push up the time it is for him to be fired. That's all he did today. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free. Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is a local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you, or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, for Forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express Employment puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com, ExpressPros.com today. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Only one night we have to wait between Game 3 and Game 4, the NBA Finals. Yay! Telling you, we're going to see the best game of the series tomorrow night because the Warriors know this is the series. The Celtics know we can basically win the NBA Finals and win tomorrow night. We're going to get the best game of the series tomorrow. But as for now... The Warriors are a little more concerned about what's being said by fans than they are anything else. I, I tell you, the, the, the amount that they are concerned about what's being yelled by the, by the Celtics fans after the game, Mike, it baffles me. And it tells me maybe they're not as focused as they need to be because they really want to spend a lot of time about what the fans are yelling when they're cursing at Draymond Green. This is not normal Warriors-type NBA Finals behavior. Well, I would say with some of it, the gamesmanship of you guys want to talk about this stuff, sure, as opposed to where our deficiencies were, sure, let's let's talk about all the outside stuff and bemoan the outside stuff and make them the bad guys or try to, right? Even Adam Silver, I sent you guys a clip earlier, you know, kind of chuckling about it. Well, I wish it was more respectful, but you know that's loud fandom. So what what do you what kind of effort do you think you get on Friday night from the fans? <laughs> I mean, they might just put a pack of lozenges on every chair. Forget about t-shirts. Can we get custom Boston Celtics loz, lozenge uh, holders put together for folks as they enter the arena? Because they're going to need it. Because you're going to scream yourself hoarse. 
This has been the big narrative following Game 3, how upset the Warriors were at the fans chanting at Draymond Green, yelling blank Draymond Green as they did during the game for the most oh, part. Oh, yeah, his wife was, was right? not his happy. Wife, his wife was media. upset. Clay Thompson was upset. Steve Kerr was upset. Hey, think and of the children. What okay? about the children? Yeah, the, you mean like when he when he said the S word in front of his kid well, when he had know, him on with that, him? That was a different level. So there's that. Uh, but, it's level of curse words. I mean, anything hyphenated goes above those. <laughs> Listen, but, we have the seven dirty words that uh, George Carlin said we're not allowed to say. Uh, but Draymond Green actually addressed this on his podcast, of course, because, you know, podcast on the off day of the NBA Finals, and how he felt about fans yelling blank Draymond Green. Yes, my family is livid, and trust me, I get it. I totally understand. But for me, who's who's trying, who's raising a young black man in America, for him to understand how this world works, for him to understand how America works, as opposed to how they say America works, that was just another example of it. And so, no harm, no foul. Draymond. Draymond, you too. <laughs> I like how I'm gonna make that my ringtone. Yeah, that's a good one. Blank Draymond and blank you too. Uh, when he starts talking about this, and he says, "Yeah, yeah, not a big deal," but okay, I know he's mad. I know he's upset. And then he makes it seem like potentially it's something racial. Which I'm like, dude, we got lots of racial problems, man. I know everybody knows about them. Are people yelling bad stuff to you, or are they yelling blank Draymond Green, right? Because yeah, you would like fans to not yell uh, curse words, but this is kind of how it goes. This is what happens. I don't remember. It wasn't too long ago you were egging on the fans that were yelling blank Draymond Green. You're walking off the court with middle fingers up at the fans as you're walking off when they're jeering you. So when you're winning, everything is fine. When you're losing, now suddenly, oh, blank Draymond and everybody is upset. Even Adam Silver, as you mentioned, was asked about the blank Draymond Green chance, and he said, look, I want fans to enjoy themselves, of course, from the league office. You want to see it done with respect, but I get it. So it's like, hey, what do you want me to do? They're yelling blank Draymond Green, right? If we get reports of other things that you can't, yeah, then we're going to be on it because you know things like this aren't should have no place in sports, no place in the world. We'll take care of it. This is people yelling blank Draymond Green. Suddenly now you're upset about it? You're just upset because you were losing. And right now, Draymond Green is drowning. He is absolutely drowning, and he has no idea which way is up, and, and, he, has, and he doesn't know how he's going to get out of this. His play in the finals and the playoffs has been spotty at best, right? And he's had two craptastic games, and guess who's going to get blamed if the Warriors lose the NBA Finals? Ain't going to be Steph. Ain't going to be Clay. It's not going to be Jordan Poole. It's going to be Draymond Green. Emotions are overcoming him on the court, off the court. Right here, he is talking about. Is are you really saying something racial happened here? I mean, you got to clear your head, suck it up, and go play. Because of all the attention you've had the last few weeks, and now suddenly the idea of Draymond Green taking over for Charles Barkley feels like it's here. Right? We told you a year and a half ago, Draymond Green's going to be that guy. Welcome to everybody else who just got on that bandwagon. Uh, but now it's here, and he has trouble. Being criticized. He has trouble now when he's lo- he loses his temper a little bit. And you know what? For the first time, 
I don't know if Draymond Green is ready to be a big-time member of the media like Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley spoke what speaks what's on his mind. Does he give a crap what everybody else says about him? He does not. Right? It's, 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 it's why Charles Barkley has been so good at what he's done for so long. Agree with him, disagree with him. He tells you what he thinks, and he doesn't get all panicky. He doesn't uh, find his way into becoming so much of a whiner and lashing out. No, Barkley says what he thinks. Hey, he'll go back and forth. But this is how Draymond's coming across right now. He can't take this pressure. He can't take people telling you, you suck. And if you're going to be in the media and you do what we do for a living, you got to be okay with people telling you you suck. I say it all the time. And right now, Draymond is not okay with that. He's not okay with what happened on the court because they were losing. He's not okay with people criticizing him because, hey, is it a good idea to do your podcast while during the NBA Finals? Lashing out at the reporter last night about his podcast and doing it. Um, he is drowning right now. And you think, you, 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 you think you're ready to be Charles Barkley? Yeah, you care too much about what people say about you, and you can't take criticism, and you can't let it roll off. Now, maybe this is the new wave of player journalism where we're going to see these fights going back and forth, and players are going to call each other things, and, and maybe this is how it's going to be with players now getting more involved in podcasts and different things. But overall, whining and lashing out isn't a winning strategy in the media. People are going to tune you out. What do I care what he has to say? He just whines and complains about stuff that he doesn't like. You can't take people telling him that you suck or I don't like you. This is where Draymond Green is at right now. He's got to do two things. He's got to suck it up and go play basketball. And he's got to stop worrying about crap like this and understand that when I put myself out there, that if I'm going to egg on the crowd and I'm going to you know, put up my middle fingers or I'm going to yell and I'm going to dance when, when Memphis is playing their big song and everybody's going to yell and boo at me when we're winning, hey, if I'm going to do that, I got to be okay with how, what goes along with it when we're losing. And right now he is not. He is a front runner and he is okay with it when things are going well, but now things are not. And so, oh, now I don't like this and I like this and yeah and you can see how defensive he is so those are the two lessons he's got to learn suck it up and go play and when people criticize you you have to respond better yeah the curiosity obviously history with boston we've heard many a tale uh uh, from players executives and and coaching staffs uh about verbiage uh in the past in this case seem from his wife's instagram and certainly in his own words to start this discussion, it was the blank Draymond Green that was the issue. So if there is something else, please uh, elaborate and, and give us a, a bigger uh, taste of what's going on there. Otherwise, you know, bringing in the the other, you know, you're just in, inflaming uh, something that wasn't there. Uh, that and encouraging folks to be even louder with more invectives tomorrow. Uh, so, you know, you wonder what happens uh, as that rolls. But in terms of the you suck theory of media and and ownership of it you know part of it is he continued even in his podcast to egg it on by saying hey you know you're mad because i got bigger podcast numbers than you and more listens and this is who i am okay resume you you can do that check all you want that's fine uh there's always going to be a place for all voices uh and some will tune in and uh i believe the rob parker line which this is the one i like is the you know hey i you know i I never miss it. Why? Because I never, I never listen to it. You know that kind of thing. So uh, that's that's where we're at in in terms of the the Draymond Green podcast. Is it the sole focus right now? As some would contest, no. It's a half hour of his day, and he moves on, or forty minutes, or whatever the elapsed time was, and maybe a little bit of marination before he uh, hits 
hits the microphone and hits send. But the reality is uh, the guy's still trying to figure out, you know, this next iteration and that bridge. So you, you can do those things concurrently, still be uh, ready between the white lines. He's got to figure out where you draw that emotion from game two of that, you know, everybody was on board from the outset, right, when he tied up Al Horford. That's the charge for tomorrow. The larger media career, yeah, he, he's going to do a lot of, you know, I, I front running, right? The LeBron James, no matter what, I'm still going to have this over you, right? That was one of his great lines from a post-game presser as well. So and that's going to be the case. And everybody still lives in mom's basement and every other cliche you want to do about folks that do content, podcasts, etc. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor. And listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, 
features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free. Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you, or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, for Forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express Employment puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com, ExpressPros.com today. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Now, you know, hey, we were going to talk about Tom Brady here for a second, but there is something much bigger than that. Get Steve DeSager ready. We have big-time breaking news happening right here. It's a W. Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Steve, take it away, my friend. You have it. News from Fox Sports. The Angels have actually won a game, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Congratulations all around from the players, the new manager, Phil Nevin, 5-2, Angels over Boston. It is a final in Anaheim. Congratulations oh. to Shohei Otani for, uh, well, winning the game. That's right. He had a home run, is the winning pitcher with seven innings of work. The Angel offense struck out 15 times, but who cares? It's a W. <laughs> Curly W is in the book. <laughs> Nick Pavetta's like, really? I struck out 11 in five innings. You guys couldn't get another couple of runs on this team. Seriously? It you ends. help me out? The seven-game winning streak of Boston is over. Mm, wow, look at this now. The Angels the, the Angels are undefeated since three minutes ago. Was there any Shohei Otani giveaway tonight? <laughs> well, oh, no, it's Boston in town. They wouldn't need it. No. No, they would no, not enough. Come on, people were down there to watch that game. Are you kidding? Everybody I know a bunch Boston of folks that were. There have there, been, yeah. in a sense, 14 yeah. team giveaways in a row up until tonight. <laughs> that was finally ended. Uh, all right, so who won the pool, Steve, here? Uh, okay, go, go check and see. Angels next win. I think I win because I said Labor Day. Oh, my goodness. Really? Yeah, I think I was the closest. Labor Day. Labor Day. I was a major closest, league I team. Yeah. Harmon Harmon had 2023. Yeah. So I know I know I had more I, than Harmon. I know they play the Mets and Dodgers over the next week. But then it's you know Seattle, Kansas City, Seattle again, White Sox, pardon me. That's the rest of their month. How dare you, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> so get ready to walk Otani with two strikes intentionally. <laughs> That'll be coming up later this month. <laughs> Been waiting all night on that one, haven't you, Steve? Oh, <laughs> just, that is. It's now open mic night. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, we, you know, we mentioned Rob Parker of the Odd Couple show that comes on before you. He's 
doing his comedy act on stage, open mic night in about a half an hour. Yeah, yes, actually conversing doing... uh, with bosses and stuff in attendance, I, I, telling I, I, them they got to invoice Rob for the drinks. I'm a woman. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Oh, he's never gonna pay that. Are you kidding? Come on, the guy. This is a guy that takes his uh, uh, paper cup from El Pollo Loco, finishes his drink, and two hours later goes back to fill up, get a refill. Oh, you don't yeah, remember the time where he actually <laughs> complained to the minimum wage worker at El Pollo Loco that the price of the soda had been raised. <laughs> I am paying for that. Exactly. Uh, it went from 79 cents to $1.19. What do you want me to do? I, no, I, have, I saw I, Rob this week, and he came. This is before the show this week, and he came into the studio where I was prepping. He says, Look, look at the price tag on this shirt I just bought. Go yeah, ahead. What he did, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> same thing, guys. It was an IZOD shirt. It was what, $6? Was that what it was? No, no, he paid 49 cents. It was for $60. Yeah, it was $60. Yes, it was $60 shirt. Then it was down to $6, and then it was 49 cents. Rob is the yeah. living embodiment of that yeah. commercial where the price is so good, you're yelling at your spouse, Start the car! Yeah, yeah. Running out of the store. <laughs> I'm going to give you a big, bold prediction for Rob Parker tonight because he is he's doing a bucket list thing tonight. He's doing a five minutes of comedy, open mic night at the comedy store. And he's going to have plenty on it in LA. on their show tomorrow, he said. Oh, okay. Including, I mean, they're videoing it, the whole thing. Oh, I'm sure it's the whole show. Yeah, I'm just going to kick back with his well, feet up tomorrow. Well, it's five minutes. It's a five-minute stand-up. <laughs> Here's the thing. Is He's going to him, kick back with his feet up tomorrow. <laughs> I, said, I, said, I said, Rob, what are you going to talk about? And this is what he said. He said, I'm going to talk about sports for a little bit. You know, I've been in sports for a long time. Then I'm going to get into how I lived in Detroit and New York and L.A. And then, then I'm going to get into a little bit about how, you know, I'm the Golden Girls cruise and it's I'm going to do five that. Minutes. And, that's, and that's what I said. I said, Rob, you have five minutes, you know, Rob. It's five minutes. I, the, you're going to wind up saying, saying to yourself, "Oh, I'm, you're not going. You're not going to get past living in Detroit. You're not going to get because no, no. But I got to have it all, Jace. I got to. I got to have a plan for it. I got to have a plan. His like, produ- okay, you have way too much. His producer actually called their Las Vegas guest that works with one of the sports books and had him lay down odds of how many laughs per minute. <laughs> oh, that no. this was g- no. The over-under was two and a half laughs per minute for tonight. Oh, two and... Oh, come on. you got to have more than that. I guess over, it. yeah. Oh, Unless the man. stories get long, and then it's a, a while till the punchline. They're going to start... If they boo, then he's going to start going, let me tell you about why Tom Brady is the luckiest <laughs> yeah, player exactly. of all time. Stand by. Boo, boo. I had a glizzy in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the loat. <laughs> Twitter it out about a fresca. Mike, it's swollen dumb. Coming up next, I can solve the biggest controversy in sports pretty easy. This is Fox. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. 
As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 